casual anime podcast for the 19th of March 2018. And uh, the 10th episode of uh, Zorome is Annoying, the viewcast. I'm your usual host, Frederick, and joining me, as he always does, is Kashmir. Hello, hello, hello. Now, we know straight off the bat this is going to be a Zorome episode. We even called it in the last episode. Uh, the person yeah. who gets the narrating and the starch is usually the most important person. And I had really just a horrible uh, foreboding when I heard Sorome's uh, voice at the start of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was your general impression of this episode? Because there's been quite a few... I would say downright terrible episodes up until this point. Yeah, I'm kind of getting um, a little um, bored. Uh, I'm waiting for the ball to drop. You know, uh, uh, you only get some small hints in this episode, and they are so little that uh, I couldn't get so hyped before the next one. Yeah, ones. I think they think that they've dropped some kind of a bomb on us, but. I kind of didn't really care about any of the occurrences that happened on screen. Well, I mean, I think it's... the tension is low from start to finish. It's not really. I, I thought there was going to be more. I thought there was going to be some greater secret, and there's probably going to be some something like that. But so far, things are pretty expected. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll probably just sum this episode up in a few words. Uh, we start off with the, I think it's standard by now, this half-assed Glaxosaur fight in the start of the episode. There's no tension there, the stakes are low, uh, and they basically just bring it down, but instead of, uh, Relizia doing the final hit, it's, uh, Miku and Zorome, and, uh, I don't think that really matters. Uh, it just proves that uh, Zorome wants to prove himself. Yeah, and um, they're kind of getting not, in a fight. Yeah, after. he's not hundred percent incapable. But yeah. Pretty close to it. So uh, with that sorry performance, uh, we get the message that uh, Team Thirteen are, are going to receive medals for their services, which is certainly weird. And they're going to receive them at the heart of the city. So, finally, everyone else is going to be able to enter the city. This mythical city that they've been guarding with their lives, where all the adults live. And uh, I think we saw it once before, when uh, Hero and Zero Two snuck off. And we haven't really thought about it since then. And it's really not much to talk about at all. It's extremely boring <laughs> yeah uh yeah so uh, in this medal ceremony uh most of the kids just lap up all the attention they get uh, all the attention and all the adoration they're receiving and i think that's all part of uh, the grown-ups plan just uh stroke those egos and uh, make them more agreeable for whatever is to come later. 
uh, yeah, so they just lap up uh, all the compliments. And nothing really happens before the way back where Zorome gets lost. He's like the the kid in that supermarket that they say over the announcers that uh, uh, <laughs> the mother of Zorome needs to come to <laughs> come to Isle Free because <laughs> your son is lost. Yeah, and shockingly enough, uh, it's Zorome's mother that finds him. Yeah, or at least it's uh, it's certainly implied. implied. So the dummy that he is, uh, he gets totally lost. There's no way back. He has uh, no b batteries on his phone, apparently. And he ends up seeing someone calling out to them, calling out to them, and in the process of climbing down to that person, he falls off a building. And uh, I guess we'll just jump in right into the discussion of what happens when he wakes up in this person's home. Uh, I guess he wakes up in some kind of a, a very spacious home, I guess, and very futuristic compared to uh, uh, what there, what he's used to in the, or what his squad's living quarters look like. Yeah, because their uh, uh, home is modeled after the outside world. This one are futuristic. Yeah, and you would have thought, since these people are living kind of pseudo-underground in an enclosed city, that space would be a problem. But these two people who live in this house, they have way too much space. And there yeah. doesn't seem to be many inhabitants at all, so that's kind of all ominous. Yeah, and... Um... Uh, it's quite weird. We don't see anyone. Yeah, uh, and Sorome even uh, rings on a door or something. Yeah, and we should probably address the elephant in the room while it's uh, so blatantly obvious. I mean, why are they dressed like uh, ro rolls of toilet paper? <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Is that some kind so, of uh, infection uh, protection? It's a full uh, Ku Klux Klan uh, outfit. Yeah, but it's not pointy. It's no. They have a toilet paper head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the things and we they're, actually they're learned creepy. though is that they're afraid of infection from the outside world. Yeah. Uh, she meticulously cleans and. She laughs at the prospect of them ever becoming friends, or something in that. Yeah. Uh, because uh, apparently they're all infected. Da da da. <laughs> so I don't know what that actually means. Do you think that means they won't be able well, to grow up? I think it means uh, they're injected with Klaxosaur blood, or something weird. Um, to make them uh, drive the, the Franks. It's, uh, yeah. And they're called but parasites. that kind of... Well, yeah, it's probably what uh, the other squad uh, knew that they obviously didn't. Yeah. 
but I don't really get it though, because uh, this woman lived with her partner, and does that mean that they used to ride robots when they were younger? No, uh, no, I don't. I don't think that's implied. Uh, I think uh, she was just assigned a partner from birth, and then <laughs> yeah, or. Or they're made to mate uh, to bring uh, specimens for uh, Papa and the apes. You know, they're... Uh... Yeah, but... Uh... Oh, wait. But how did... Uh, I think we're getting mixed... Or I think we're getting uh, kind of... Uh... I think we need to structure this better. Uh, do you think... Uh... Yeah. Do you think she recognized him instantly? Because it is implied that uh, Zorome is, uh, or this is her, uh, his bi biological mother, I think. Well, when he drops the, uh, someone's always been watching me or something, and she replies, uh, um, "It's you that are watching us." Uh, I, I kind of get the get the feeling she knew that uh, this yeah, was her son. She also knew his number. That's why she got so surprised when he said his name was Zorome. Because, yeah. Well, but I think she could get his that... number for uh, from the, you know, the the machine. So she would knew it, knew it uh, anyway. Yeah, but the way she he, she said it, because uh, Zorome was really surprised when she said it. Yeah. Like, yeah, all our squads have nicknames, and uh, my number is, and then she interrupts him and says his number. But that's probably also because his number is a play on words, or his name is a play on words, and just... I think it's just basically his number. Maybe a little more complicated than Ichigo, but... I think yeah, and it's, it's 666. Uh, it's, it have to be something there. It's the number of the beast. I, I was thinking this was uh, the origin story of uh, uh, antagonist. But, uh... <laughs> you think he's gonna turn into an antagonist? <laughs> well, it's the number implies it. Yeah, but there's but... not enough time. I mean, how is that yeah. meek little kid gonna turn bad? So. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, no, nothing surprises me here. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just a slow burn series at this point. Yeah. Uh, what about her comment that she hasn't talked to her uh, partner in years? Well, he seems to be uh, hooked up in some kind of uh, uh, love machine. Uh, yeah, Not I think they, machine, uh, they just uh, pump him with uh, stimuli and hallucinogenics yeah. and all kinds of opiates to make him feel happy. I think they've done so much human research by now that they've figured out exactly the combination that makes you the most happy. Or makes you think you are the most happy, I guess. Yeah, because he's clearly smiling in the pod. Yeah, but uh, we obviously see that uh, 
this woman is lacking something in her life and she doesn't know what it is. She doesn't know that it's human interaction she's lacking. <laughs> because no one has ever conceived of this idea, which is very strange because when you've done so much research into human uh, behavioral patterns and human uh, and, uh, anatomy, you should probably know that humans are pack animals. Like most of us don't do very well alone. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's kind of like the Matrix, you just try to keep people as content as possible so they don't ask questions. Yeah, it's exactly like the Matrix. You just have to take the blue pill. No, red. Oh. Red pill for the truth. Red yeah. pill, yeah. And uh, what is uh, these kids done? Or, I don't know. Uh, and one other strange thing was her uh, heart. Or Yeah, is that her real some... heart? It's kind of outside think... of her... Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, the magma thing. energy. The magma fuel thing. It kind of looked like the color orange and... So I kind of get the feeling that she's been an adult in her entire life, but that can't make sense. It's like, uh, so what did you do growing up while well, I was always old? <laughs> yeah. That's just the feeling I get from her. Yeah. Mm. And she did look old. I mean, they put a lot of emphasis into the face reveal uh, in quotes. Yeah. She's quite wrinkly or... Yeah, and, and uh, uh, her hair is uh, very white. Yeah. But if she's so concerned with infection, why did she uh, take off her uh, mask? Maybe to provoke a reaction from Sorama. To see if uh, he knew her. Yeah, Maybe. well... <laughs> but, uh, yeah. He got this kind of metaphysical feeling that he, they had been together before. Which kind yeah. of triggered uh, this... Uh, this uh, longing for family, but uh, apart from this, uh, Sorome is too stupid. I mean, if this had happened to anyone else, uh, well, I guess half of them are dis disillusioned by this point. Mitsuru, because he's emo. Uh, Goro, because he's too smart. Hero, because he he watches Zero Two, and Zero Two is depressed by now, so... Yeah, there's only a few of uh, the kids this could have happened to. And, uh... Or... And we would have gotten this effect. Yeah. Well, I think it was only, uh... It was three interesting things that happened. Uh, uh, former nine, when uh, at the medal ceremony. Yeah. Uh, at uh, the does medal this mean ceremony, um, one of the one of the more important for people there, <laughs> at least by looks, <laughs> uh, addresses zero two and uh, says that she used to be. 
a former nine, whatever that means. That's probably uh, something yeah, that Iota, it, yeah, the, that guy is related to. It's probably some kind of a secret hit squad that goes uh, around snuffing, snuffing out people. Yeah, elite and ten or something. Dirty, dirty work. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But this all, uh, this is made very clear that this is all in uh, one step in the plan to get uh, Strelizia to uh, the crevice, or was it Grand, something else? Grand uh, the Carvasse, Carvas, something. Yeah, crevasse. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce. It's probably it. just a rift in the ground, which descends down. I would guess. <laughs> uh, so is that where Plantation Thirteen is headed? Yeah, probably. Because uh, um, they're not sending out, uh, or they Plantation Thirteen needs defenses, or it's going to get overrun. That's been proven. That's the only thing we've learned until, up until this point. That these plantations <laughs> don't have uh, defenses. Yeah, that's the only thing we learned. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, but it's. I think it's clear that uh, Zero Two knows where this is going because she's been pressed. Like initially, I thought, well, it's because of the upcoming tests, perhaps. But she was yeah. pressed before at the very start of the episode before any mention of awards before any mention of tests she was already depressed and uh, when I first watched it I, I thought it uh, would be uh, because of uh, Soroma got the kill <laughs> yeah well I don't think uh, she's that petty no but uh, yeah I think she realizes that uh, her time with the uh, these very carefree individuals is coming to an end. Mm. And now the actual danger starts, whatever that is. Whatever she's been trying to avoid. And, it's all uh, according to uh, Keikaku. Yeah. And I must say, uh, they don't have a lot of sway over her. I mean, uh, Nana says, well, this will uh, be an excellent opportunity. You can uh, you can be tested when we enter the city, and uh, we can save time, and this will be convenient for everyone. Uh, but she brushes off these tests, and she says she doesn't like the way, uh, or they give her uh, medicines that make her feel weird. Yeah, afterwards. And then she uh -huh. just says, "Well, I feel fine, so I don't need tests." Well. That's not the pur purpose of tests, my friends. <laughs> but yeah, uh, obviously Nana can't make her do tests if she doesn't want to. And she weirdly implies that maybe Hero should convince Zero Two to do do tests, do the tests. But that just seems like a very strange notion. I mean, Hero doesn't know anything about these tests. He's not gonna suggest Zero to do anything she doesn't want to do. 
yeah, she's very uh, independent and in control of herself. Uh, well, and uh, these, these low authority fools. Yeah. It might be different when. Uh, With uh, Papa and Franks. Yeah. Um, when the Gestapo shows up. Gestapo. Yeah, Espada. <laughs> I'm uh, sensing we're uh, getting a little bored of this uh, show. Yeah, I obviously wished that uh, something more would have happened before now. Yeah. Um, uh, in Kill a la Kill, uh, did uh, <laughs> Did you call it? Kill a uh, well, yeah. Kill a Kill, yeah, sure. Kill a Kill, yeah. Allah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did it uh, explode in the uh, first uh, ten episodes? It exploded in the first episode. Yeah, but did it? I, I heard it. Uh, it was very slow at the start. I or think uh, you heard uh, something, uh, mm. some uh, some bad intel. Yeah, maybe. I haven't watched it. I it's mean, on she's, my list, so. she's basically fighting in every single episode up until. The point where uh, <laughs> the fights just get way bigger. I mean, yeah. I think this is kind of what they do. They uh, explore a topic until it can't get any bigger, and when they've done that, they say, "Okay, we're done now." So hmm. that they explore something as far as it can go, and then they leave it at that. So she ends up uh, first fighting low-level people, and then slowly and gradually powering up to fight even bigger things, and then at the end she's basically just fighting off the entire universe. Yeah, I know it sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> that's basically, uh, that's basically <laughs> yeah. how it ends. Sure. Well, uh, something else uh, piqued my interest. The apes uh, called the, the kid's uh, double-edged sword. Yeah. Uh, Does this imply that they, they can turn be... against them at any time? Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's probably why they give them uh, stimuli in form of uh, gifts and this medal. And surprisingly, Ichigo is very pleased to get this medal. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh... She's totally taken in by uh, all of this. Yeah, she needs the attention. Yeah. Uh... Oh, and there's kind of this uh, weird atmosphere between her and Goro because of the confession. Yeah. I actually thought they were over this already. That he would confess and it, it would be over before. Yeah, it seems like uh, <laughs> it seems like Ichigo can't uh, cope with the confession. Yeah, because She's... she obviously has conflicting feelings. I think. Yeah. She's part of uh, Hero's harem. 
Yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> do you think Zoro may feel some kind of a betrayal when uh, when he learns that they're infected in some way? And I don't think he them. thinks over it. No. I don't well, really I think, think he's... he does because he definitely says, well, we shouldn't be pitied because he considers himself powerful. Yeah. I didn't catch that uh, that vibe. But they obviously have something ingenious going for them. I mean, yeah, they managed to convince so many children that they're doing that they have to risk <laughs> their lives for a bunch of adults. That's just uh, that just seems cruel. <laughs> yeah, and I. Uh... And the mother of uh, Soroma, she said she can't taste anything, or food hasn't tasted anything for many years, or She's for a long time. She's probably eaten for many years, right? Yeah. I mean, she probably just yeah. gets everything through uh, tubes while she's getting her hit of DMT. I mean, why wouldn't she? Hmm. They probably don't even have to go to the bathroom. There's no access uh, waste. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe it would be, uh, you know, uh, organ transplant and something. Uh, if you take out the kidneys and, and stuff, uh, you, you, you can't taste. You die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> not both. <laughs> yeah, I forget it. And um, yeah, uh... after watching this lifeless city, I'm starting to get uh, the feeling that the Klaxosaur was built by humans, uh, an advanced form of AI. Oh, you know. Oh, maybe it is. Uh, do you think yeah. there's some kind of a resistance to these uh, moving cities? Yeah, because they're obviously doing something to the adults. They're either they're either taking their life force, or or maybe they're used for magma fuel. Ah, well, so many questions. I so think someone answers. has to die for us to get all these answers we really want. Yeah, and I hope that's par for the course. Or I think that's par for the course uh, at this point. I mean. We've been so patient now. Someone can, someone please could die. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. Or actually, what I want is uh, that they have some kind of a scuffle with another plantation and they end up uh, fighting uh, Franks versus Franks. That would be nice. Yeah. Then, uh, uh, but, but these Franks are, what do they call them? They're unique. Individually, yeah. yeah. They're not uniform. Which, it, uh, yeah, and that was probably what they called the double-edged sword. I mean, if a Franks isn't uniform, it's much more, or it's much harder to predict. And but it also gives its traits that uh, could be useful. Mm. 
now. Do you think uh, Hero is gonna remain loyal? Well, no. I think he's gonna sell out Zero too for what he believes is the good of uh, the will of Papa. That's probably it. No, no. I think uh, I think he's starting to change. Uh, uh, question mean, a little bit. He's probably gonna doubt. Uh, yeah. One final time, just like uh, Peter did. He rejects Jesus three times or whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, he's okay. already rejected Zero Two once, and then he confesses. Yeah. And then they were back, so he's, pro he's probably going to do that it's one or two more times, I think. <laughs> because he's a... Uh, he's a fence-sitter, I guess. So who's uh, Judas in this story? Uh, well, yeah, who would that be? Hopefully it's uh, Nana or Hachi. Yeah. Because they obviously haven't told uh, them something. Something very important about their bodies and their purpose. Yeah, I'm getting confused. Yeah, I'm getting exceptionally. And uh, and there's only uh, one more interesting thing that happened, and that's uh, Zero Two's fangs got bigger, grew okay. larger. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, maybe some wisdom teeth. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she needs some blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's it will be quite a Twilight story. Well, well isn't... it's obviously uh, related I mean, to the tests. It's obviously not a Twilight story because no? this vampire is interesting. <laughs> oh, you don't uh, think Edward is? I don't think Edward is very interesting. Okay. No, I don't think he has character. It's uh, way past my time. That uh, it's kind of like uh, the Kirito of uh, of a teenage uh, <laughs> novels, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it has to do it has to something to do with the uh, tests. I, I, maybe it's uh, something about taming her plexusaur side or something. Yeah, she's because she's probably long overdue for tests. She's been um, postponing them. Yeah. And something's bound to happen in the city or. We've been saying running. that for a while now. I mean, yeah, <laughs> come on. And and it's just getting filler and filler. And well, I don't think it's yeah. filler because uh, filler would imply that uh, or everything filler. in this is uh, is canon. I mean, there's nothing here that yeah. ca isn't canon. Yeah, M mostly filler. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I just want some real music. I just want uh, the animation to pick up. 
I mean, the faces in this episode were like, why? Yeah. Why do they even exist? And uh, even at the start, uh, when they come out of the Franks, uh, I saw two faces that weren't uh, faces at all. <laughs> so they, yeah. they clearly haven't Counting put corners, much into it. Hopefully yeah. uh, using older budget for some huge upcoming fights. Yeah. But uh, uh, one last important thing. If the children are infected, why are they even allowed in the city for this special thing? And interact with these guards? Uh, well, no one shows their face, so there's probably some kind of air filter in like, the masks, maybe. Yeah. And uh, is Nana and Hachi also infected? Yeah, it would be... Uh... Well, they probably are, because they have numbers, right? Yeah, or they yeah. Have, I, I think I would reckon they have uh, ridden Franks, wouldn't you? Piloted? I, um, I'm in the blue. Well, they seem the type, though, don't they? I mean, yeah. Yeah. they don't hide their Yeah, face, they, they seem like they... they... They seem like they know what they're doing in the control rooms and, and well, such. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the leadership but, uh... has been uh, oddly lacking, but yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, what we were supposed to be left with is uh, this kind of uh, sympathy for Sorome and... Uh, uh, the notion that uh, couples don't need to always agree on on everything. I mean, that uh, relationships can take more forms than uh, just uh, constant adoration of uh, adoration of each other. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I'm so done with this. <laughs> uh, we've been yeah. going for half an hour. You wanna? wrap this up yeah sure uh, follow us on twitter uh, soundcloud casual anime pod uh, leave us a message or something if you want to uh, review us on uh, itunes what yeah. are we on itunes yeah yeah I of guess course we are. itunes stitcher you name it oh, okay uh 